morning or evening to whoever it is tuning in. It's been a while since my last podcast. I do apologize, but I'm trying to get back at it. <laughs> well, today we have a very special guest. Uh, my friend Z, is, who is on her way to becoming a counselor. Uh, do you want to say hi, Z? Hi. <laughs> um, today, Z has a very interesting story. Uh, we're going to talk about how our, our bodies react to comfort environments, and later we'll discuss more on what that means uh, for mental health. Uh, hey, Z, could you uh, give us a little introduction uh, about who you are and what you currently do? Um, so I'm doing my internship right now as a counselor trainee. So I'll be a future counselor, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's yeah. How's that going for you? Going pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty Any good. exciting uh patient stories you can tell us, or is that uh a non disclosure? Well, I could tell you a bit. Um, so my center we deal with a lot of people, um, who has psychotic disorder mm-hmm. so that's a tough part and that's a new field that i'm going into it's pretty interesting i love it what does that entail it's more of like clients that has um hallucinations oh okay i see or just any form of psychotic disorder i see and would schizophrenia be under that as well okay that's pretty interesting mm-hmm. Um, so something happened to you recently. <laughs> Sorry to cut that off, but uh, so would you would you care to explain what happened? Yeah. Um. So so we're talking about how our body react to harmful environments, right? Mm-hmm. So there is something that I realized recently. Um. I realized that some certain traits or things that your partner has would affect our mental health. Mm -hmm. So why would I realize that? Mm -hmm. It was because I was with a bunch of friends. We were just watching some show. And I realized there was a tingling sensation on one of my toes. Mm -hmm. It was just one of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I took off my socks and I was staring at it. Um, It was tingling. It was numb. It was cold and it was white. Mm -hmm. So it's as if there's no blood circulation flowing through. Yeah, sounds pretty scary. It is scary. <laughs> so I do have a family history of having um diabetes. Oh. So I was just googling the symptoms. Uh, I was afraid that it might be an early sign of diabetic. Mm-hmm. But then I found something called the Raynaud syndrome. Mm-hmm. And guess what are the causes of it? I don't guess stress. so that's one of it uh so it's either that my body is responding to cold which is not true Mm -hmm. we were very warm in there Mm -hmm. i was wearing my socks there's no way i could be cold Mm -hmm. or emotional stress Mm -hmm. so um this leads to well let's backtrack a little bit Mm -hmm. um that time i was going through a really bad heartbreak i just broke up with my previous partner and it was one of the toughest that I've, I've ever had. I'm sorry to hear that. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the gist of it. So, yeah. And it made me realize, you know, is my body trying to tell me something with the emotional stress that mm-hmm. I'm going through? 
didn't make me realize until this happened and I, I was just ruminating on it thinking like huh so my body is trying to tell me something it's, it's showing me signs that I am stressed I think that's pretty cool uh, as in it's like your body uh, your brain basically has this 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 signal and it sends what your whole body letting you know that hey like you need to get out of this situation right now it's mm-hmm. not exactly a healthy and safe environment for you you know your your body's telling you that i think that's really cool and interesting yeah i think so too um i would say the relationship was good mm-hmm. everything was good the mm-hmm. guy was good he was responsible and, and whatnot but i guess the situation that he's in mm-hmm. well he didn't put me in that situation um, just but, but because you were exposed mm-hmm. to to his uh, his what do you call it? what's the word the things that he had to go through mm-hmm. and the, the struggles that he yeah. he had to go through at the time uh, even though he didn't pin it on you yeah. you kind of felt the negative reinforcements uh, that associated with the struggles that he was going through am I correct? yeah, yeah. it's more like when you start loving someone you will go through things with them yeah that's true yeah. even yeah. if they don't want to put you in the position where they are going through as in their stress and whatnot mm-hmm. even though they don't want you to go through it you as their partner seeing how your partner is reacting mm-hmm. you would naturally feel stressed too oh i agree you know I, mean? I agree yeah. yes, yes. especially like if let's say your partner is having a bad day you know you can mm-hmm. see because you you know each other so well on an intimate level too yeah. that you recognize these uh little hints of mood changes behavior changes you know and then it kind of affects uh, how you're going about your day as well because you can't stop think- caring about them. You can't stop thinking about what, they, what they're going through. And you want to help them, you know, because you're in a relationship. You're there for each other. Yeah. That's what partners do for each other, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't just the rain out syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I kind of sat down and I was thinking about it. So it kind of had... I had a doctor's appointment two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, so I was having this constant headache for a few months. It was bad. It was I had it almost three to four times a week, which is not normal at all. Mm-hmm. So I went to the doctor. Um, we did all type of examinations, and you know she came up with the result saying that it's tension headache, oh. all caused by stress. Oof. And that time, I was having neck issues too. Um, I thought I was having a brain tumor. Of course, everyone just jumps into the most extreme part, right? I thought mm-hmm. I was having a brain tumor. <laughs> she was like, no. Yeah, zero to 100 real quick. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So she was like, no, it's it's all the stress that you have. That's that your body's telling you that you're stressed. Mm-hmm. So do you still feel uh, those headaches right now? Do you still have those attention migraines? Which is something very interesting too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was having it three to four times a week, right? So mm-hmm. I was I was just popping pills. I was just taking ibuprofen every day. Uh, that doesn't sound too good. <laughs> no, it's not. And I realized it was an issue. It's it's not normal. I don't know how many pills someone can take for a week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just went to the point where I need to see a doctor. I don't know what's going on. 
so like what we mentioned the doctor said it was because of stress and one thing that I realized after the whole relationship ended there is no way I could understand his stress because there's no way I could know what he's stressing about or is he even stressing so that doesn't stress me out anymore so I was just going through with the whole heartbreak the whole shopping and I realized I stopped having headaches the headaches were just gone okay yeah well I'm glad you no longer have headaches though but um are you glad that you no longer feel the the unnecessary pain that you had to go through because of this relationship I do cherish what we have and it was a great few months with my partner but at the same time it makes me think is this what I want for the rest of my life do I want a headache for the rest of my life okay yeah I can I can I can vibe with that honestly because you know when you're in a relationship like you want equal parties to be happy you know you don't want to cause the other your partner harm in any way so yeah, you know, and and if you're in a long-term relationship, like I think that's the most important thing is just to realize that um, you guys are each other's support, and being there for one another is the most important thing as well. And with that, you also have to recognize the the struggles that each of you go through every day, and have a proper you know communication mm-hmm. as well. Because uh, you know, I feel like when you um, the things that you went through, um, I, I honestly cannot put myself in your shoes because it sounds like a very, very painful experience. Um, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. You know, it's it's completely, completely unnecessary. But you know, it's it was an experience. Would you agree? It is. Yeah. It is. Well. If you're going to do another podcast, we could definitely talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, speaking of which, uh, we're going to take a little break. Uh, we'll be back after this interlude. Hello, and we're back. Uh, to start off uh, from what we previously previously just discussed, um, Z, would you like to give any advice um, based on your experience with all of this? Definitely. I would say um, take the signs that your body is telling you. There is a lot of red flags that your body could show you without you mentally knowing it. Sometimes you deny it. But it's there. It's there telling you what you're going through, and if it's doing good or doing bad for you. That's an awesome advice. I dig that. I'll take it to heart. (laughs) Well, moving on to our next segment. Um, Do you think mental health is important, or how how important is it to you? I would say it's definitely important. Well, it's not because I'm in this field, <laughs> um, but I do have personal experiences that proves uh, prove to me that yes, it 
like mental health it includes like any emotional social or even psychological well-being of us it affects how we act mm-hmm. it affects how we think it affects how we feel um it determines how we handle everything daily activities stress anything related to others and also making healthy choices yeah, i can agree with that yeah. yes mm-hmm. so generally for me when i don't have very good mental health when i'm at that low point um i tend to make desperate choices mm-hmm. choices out of desperation i see which is not a good thing i don't think it ever is <laughs> mm-hmm. there are a lot of consequences that comes with desperation i remember one time i uh being i was in this relationship with this girl of say what two three years ago um i i would say she made me felt good in a long time because previously before that i just broken up with my ex and this was a new person that just came to my life we only we were a thing for like four months and toward the end of the last month i guess i understand where you're coming from Um, I wasn't in a good place. I made a lot of desperate decisions as well. And as a guy, you know, it was quite demeaning. Um, and and as a person as well, like I wasn't really watching out for myself. You know, I wasn't really taking care of myself. And everything I did either was because I acted emotionally and it was very very rational. And there were times where I couldn't even sleep because I just let my emotions take control. So I, I do get I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I really do. For example, with just not enough sleep mm-hmm. leads to a lot of stuff. Like yeah. Of stuff. Yes. You can't do what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. For example, school, mm-hmm. work. You can't focus. Yeah. You just can't. Your body just stops functioning, mm-hmm. which yeah. affects all the other stuff exactly. that you should be doing that you couldn't. One thing to note, uh, and here's a disclaimer. Uh, I'm not an expert in this, and I would say Z is a bit of an expert, but I have to say when you don't sleep, based on what I know, you don't get the proper blood circulation that you need when you do sleep. You know, you have less oxygen in your blood going through your brain, coming out of it, and you it's hard to concentrate because you're basically lacking oxygen in your whole body. It makes you have, um, I would say, it affects your emotions highly because. You tend to get a, bit, a little bit paranoid or a bit, um, yeah, more anxious, and you have a tendency to like throw tantrums. But those are on rare case, okay, cases, you know. It, it it doesn't happen often, but I've seen it happen before to a few close friends of mine when they don't sleep often. You know, it affects their relationships with other people. It affects their health, you know, their mental health. Mm-hmm. Yes. Frustrated very fast. You get angry really fast. Mm-hmm. So one thing leads to another. Yeah, and you make irrational decisions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, since uh, we're on the whole topic of mental health, uh, this is something I kind of want to discuss. Really, it's do you think, or what are your thoughts on like COVID nineteen? Having effect on our mental health right now. How do, how has the whole pandemic 
uh, and as someone in who is in your specific field um, what are the changes that you see or what are the 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 certain uh, types of people that you come across because of this pandemic well I could definitely I could definitely answer that no problem um, I could see it in a lot of my clients mm-hmm. a lot of my clients um, I think COVID anxiety is real <laughs> yeah I bet yeah. it is real um, my clients they were just because they're too scared and they're isolated mm-hmm. they don't want to go out because mm-hmm. hey I might be getting um, infected mm-hmm. I don't want to go out they get lonely because they're They're afraid most of the time, afraid of getting the virus, afraid of doing everything just because of the scare. Mm-hmm. It's just and, having that fear yeah. just really just mm-hmm. affects it's, them. It's just always there. Okay. And definitely uncertainty. We don't know when this is going to end. We don't know how are we going to do this. We don't know how everything is going to change. Mm-hmm. Change scares people too. Yeah. So it affects my client a lot. They would just stop doing what they're supposed to do. They would just be at home, being paranoid, very anxious. They stop going grocery shopping. They have no food at home. They they would ever go out if they're sick. Because if I were to go out, I'm gonna be more sick. Mm-hmm. So why should I go? But they do need medication. They just don't. They just don't have the help that they need, basically. Like, they have proper assistance at home. Do you say? I would say that's one of it, but it's also because of the... how afraid they are mm. of being exposed outside. So the fear and anxiety really just affects them as a whole. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that pretty much uh, brings a new perspective in me. Uh, whew! All right, guys, uh, we're going to take a short break here. Uh, We'll come back after this and we'll be discussing on a similar topic, but more of a shout out. We'll be right back after this messages. Thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast today. Um, before I start with our last segment, would you like to give any advice on the previous topic, Z? Yes. I would say um, it is a difficult time for everyone. Mm-hmm. So make sure to keep yourself connecting with your support system. It mm-hmm. could be anything. It could be anyone. It could be a partner. It could be your parents. It could be your family, friends, mm-hmm. um, yeah, keep yourself occupied, and as long as you follow the CDC guideline, you can get through this. Alright, just remember guys, be safe, be healthy, and make sure to practice social distancing. Moving on from that, um, the last thing before uh, we end our podcast today uh, with the rise of COVID-19, 
um, cases that are there are certain global issues that are being overlooked. Um, one of the many recent ones that I came across with uh, in recent years is the military coup that's happening in Myanmar. I've looked into it and I'm doing my part in sharing the news and I'm trying to reach as many people as I could possibly possibly reach. And if you have the time today, I highly suggest that you look into it uh, because people's rights are being taken away. Uh, people are suffering because of it, you know. Uh, it it's not just COVID nineteen anxiety anymore, you know. For these people, is it's it's their livelihood is being taken away. And and to end with that, I hope whoever is listening, um, I hope you put into consideration. And thank you for tuning in. And thanks for coming to chit chat.